We found really impactful things such as students going into a field and saying, I hated this <laughs> and I totally know that I don't want to be doing this after I leave high school. And we say, great, that is so awesome that you figured that out now. From the team at CouncilHero.com, this is School Counselor Karaoke, a show about school counselors, their journeys, the lives they have impacted, and some helpful tips. Oh, and there's a little bit of fun at the end too. You could probably guess what that is. In this episode, I'm going to be interviewing one of my friends and colleagues who's a career coordinator and explaining how a career coordinator can help school counselors and their students. Furthermore, my guest takes some time to give you some resume tips aimed for students who are in high school. And of course, we have a little bit of fun at the end. Stick around to hear what song this guest will sing this time. Welcome everybody, this is Shamoon Ebrahimi, your host, brought to you by the team at CouncilHero.com. I am here now serving you with School Counselor Karaoke. And today I have one of my colleagues who I'm blessed to be working with. She is none other than the one and only Kayla Hansen. Hi, Kayla. Hi, Shamoon. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. Let's dive in. I usually start off these podcasts asking my guests really your life story. Where did you come from? Where were you born? How did you get to where you are getting, you're, you're at right now? What do you do for a living at this point? And then it'll all probably make sense for the audience why I brought you in as a guest. Sure. Uh, so yeah, thanks for, for having me here. I'm excited to kind of share my story and my tips um, throughout you know my life and working with high school students. So I uh, you know was born in Chicago suburbs, um, enjoyed my high school experience, but really kind of never really focused on careers too much when I was a kid. So I was having fun, hanging out with friends, you know, focused on classes, but it was never a big part of my life to think about that until senior year hit. And then I think that's when everybody sort of gets that anxiety of, oh my gosh, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? What is my next step? And, um, you know, starting earlier would have made such a better process for me in my life, you know? And so I think about, you know, careers all the time now. And now my role, um, is a career coordinator within a high school setting. So I can go into that in a little bit, but my next steps, you know, I decided to attend, uh, Elmhurst university, um, which is in Elmhurst, a Chicago suburb and double majored in business and psychology. Both were interesting to me. Both were things that I wanted to learn more about, but, Honestly, I picked them because they were so broad. So I didn't want to be limited to just one thing and just one experience. So I really um, double majored in those and still didn't know what I wanted to do with my life after that. So that's when I really focused in college about talking to as many people as I could about their careers and trying to figure out what's out there for me. And that was a huge help to me of knowing even what's out there. I feel like high school students today and everybody, you know, even if you're an adult, you're only knowledgeable about what's in your worldview and your circle and your purview or what you see on TV. 
So that's why we get a lot of high schoolers saying, I want to be in forensic science or I want to be in healthcare. You know, things that are on TV shows, things that they see, or things that are in their family or circles or worldview. There's so many careers out there that people don't know about. So it's important to, you know, kind of get those experiences. So, um, you know, when I was in college, I started going out to gatherings and, and getting people's LinkedIn's while my friends were getting people's Snapchats, you know, like that was my goal and getting out there and connecting with people and getting as much information as possible. I then stumbled across something called industrial organizational psychology. Still to this day, people don't really know what it is when I tell them I got my grad degree in that, but I went for my master's in that, uh, which really focuses on career coaching, career services, uh, human resources, job placements, pretty much all the things that I do now in my role. And um, I loved it. You know, I loved helping people and students through finding their right placement and their right path. And seeing that connection gives me such a rush of excitement that, you know, you made that connection for other people and we're a connector in that possibility. So um, career services is something very close to my heart and I'm really happy to be doing it now. Awesome. Thank you so much. And I happen to be so lucky to have someone like Kayla with me on our team over at the high school I work in as a school counselor. She's a career coordinator and I want to take a moment to dive a little bit deeper with that dynamic, how a career coordinator can help a school counselor and vice versa. I want to really be able to highlight that for a couple of reasons. One, it is because it truly has made some of the most profound impacts I've seen in the world of education in the last seven years with my experience as a school counselor. But number two, if you're an administrator or a school counselor that's listening to this right now, I want you to be inspired to want to add a role such as Kayla's on your staff, on your team, just to see how awesome this could be and how much we can help our students. So Kayla, let's dive a little bit deeper into that. What do you do on a daily basis as a career coordinator at the high school? How you work with the school counselor? How do you support school counselors and vice versa? Yeah, so I, I definitely want to dive deep into this. It's a very unique position. Um, this is not common amongst high schools to have my role there for students. So uh, I, I really think around based around equity, based around student performance, based around the lives of students after high school, this is truly one of the most important things that students need in high school to get them set up for, for a positive life experience and success after high school. So uh, I provide any sort of career exploration services. So that includes anything from finding part-time employment, finding a job shadow with an individual in a professional field they want to go into, a mentorship with a professional in the field, um, all the way to an internship. So we do all of those programs and plus guest speakers, events, career panels inside the school or virtually just to provide more insight to students of all grade levels. So freshmen will receive, you know, guest speakers, career panels, events. We also do field trips called career treks that are not only limited to just a class going. Anybody interested in that career can sign up for it, can go for a day and explore uh, an office or professional setting of a certain career path. And we make sure we hit all of our career pathways that we have at our in our school to give access to students of all different 
um, interests and aptitudes and passions the opportunity to explore that career in high school. We found really impactful things such as students going into a field and saying, I hated this <laughs> and I totally know that I don't want to be doing this after I leave high school. And we say, great, that is so awesome that you figured that out now and you didn't possibly go to college maybe take a year of classes in that coursework and then even find then out or when you graduate and then enter the field and then find out that you hate being in that setting. So it's super important for return on investment, for, you know, financial freedom, for a student's student loans that they really take this into account and think about what the field is like and have these experiences before they leave high school. Um, especially even transferring, right? What if they attend a school that doesn't have the major then they want to go into? So, it, you know, and we don't want students leaving high school with more questions than when they came in. They should have those career questions answered and have experiences to draw upon. So what comes with all those experiences is also career services. So I provide all the career services that are within a college setting. So a career services office in a college setting has someone to, devoted to resume writing, someone devoted to mock interviewing, um, getting students ready to, and prepared to go out on those interviews and have resumes that are uh, up to date with resume standards that need to be today. Um, so I support school counselors in all those ways. You know, I think a lot of times questions like that will go to school counselors, but school counselors, you know, I worked in human resources before I worked in the school. School counselors don't necessarily have all the up-to-date information on resume standards and editing resumes and knowing what that needs to be or job coaching um, and all of that stuff because they have so many other things on their plate, including SEL and academics. And so, and the career counseling as well, but these kind of experiences in their own community, they don't have time to do business development, get out in the community, make community partners and connect students to them. So that's what I provide. And I think it's super important to support counselors in that way. I've worked with counselors for students who are great, you know, high flyers, ready to go out in the field, get an internship and see what it's like. And then students who've had issues with connecting to the school, issues with possibly seeing a future for themselves and maybe not doing so great in school. But hey, when we get them into that internship or work placement, they feel valued and they feel successful there. So it's really been the whole gamut of students that, you know, we've worked with. Thank you, Kayla, so much. And let me give you a moment to audience to tell you how on a daily basis, I somehow connect my experience in an individual counseling session with a student, particularly when we're creating our four-year plan, our course planning, and how I'm able to use Kayla to be able to support that student. Take, for example, a student comes in and we're having our course planning session, if you will. Student at some point in high school will identify his or her pathway. So once I have that pathway, we start to really dig a little bit deeper, dive into it. Like, well, what is it about this pathway that, that you know you really enjoy? What do you wanna learn more about? How can we do that? So once we have that, we start to obviously look for the courses that are out there within the curriculum, within the course catalog, if you will, and we find as many courses that have to do with that career pathway, an opportunity where you can explore that a little bit deeper. And then, Kayla now will know the pathway for that student. And 
once opportunities come up and Kayla sends that to me as a school counselor, I'm able to see that, oh, wow, looks like there is a field trip to so-and-so uh, organization for students who are interested in being an engineer. Great. I can identify all my students who are interested in being engineers through that identification, of course, of that pathway. And then now I could, now Kayla has that information. Kayla, when she sends me that blurb, that reminder, like, oh, this is an opportunity that's available, then she also sees those students that are, that are mine. And I remind the students to take advantage of this opportunity. They go to Kayla, sign up, field trip, so on and so forth. Or, or maybe it's another one day shadow, or maybe it's again, a guest speaker whatever the case may be, then we get to now take that interest in that pathway and just investigate it even further. So then if the following year the student is telling me, you know what, I don't think I want to be an engineer anymore. I, I took the class as we discussed, then I did the field trip. I realized that, you know what, eh, maybe not so much. And that's a great thing, everyone, because now that student doesn't have to find that out after high school and spend 20, 30, 40, $50,000, whatever it is these days to find out the hard way. That person found all of this out in high school. Isn't that just beautiful? They find it out for free. Uh, then that's, and that's exactly. the goal, you know, helping them find their why and find their path now. And really for administrators and school counselors listening to this, I really want to stress that this is, you know, within equity, when these opportunities are present without a career coordinator or someone at the school filtering through the opportunities for students, it's really based on personal connections. So you're leaving this up to a family circle or a family socioeconomic status to get a student opportunity. If there's an internship with the local government, I'm sure the student that comes from a white collar family with parents in business, in human resources, they're going to write that resume for that student. You know, he's going to have the, or she's going to have the better resume than a student coming from maybe a family who works in food service, maybe someone who doesn't know about business communication or resume writing. And so when those two resumes go to that employer, who's going to get picked, right? You know, it is the student with the better resume. And so providing these opportunities and the connections, even just getting the word out to students that are not in that circle, that this opportunity is available for them, releases those barriers of equity that continue to perpetuate our students' lives. You know, the opportunities that they have in high school will lead to their college opportunities, will lead to their post-grad opportunities, will lead to their first full-time job. So it is that important that we break those societal barriers now and uh, make it an even playing field amongst the students. You know, my students may come to me with wonderful qualifications, and I can tell if a parent worked on a resume with a student, and if one student maybe doesn't have that support at home, that I can get their resume up to par. So that is an even playing field when they go out on interviews. So, you know, I just think it's so important to include that and provide the opportunities to all students. Thank you, Kayla. I appreciate that, especially the plug for the equity piece. Mm -hmm. That is the single most important thing that right now we can do for our kids with such an awesome opportunity that you provide. Awesome. And we just alluded several times to the resume. And I want to actually take a moment to use that as the famous you know, tips that we provide with all of our podcasts. I want Kayla to take a moment to speak to our audience. 
school counselors who are working with their uh, students who perhaps don't have a career coordinator or students who want to take advantage of career experiences and life beyond high school and have a leg up on that process and want to put together a resume, let's talk about one to three tips that Kayla can provide for you when you're building that resume as a high school student. Absolutely. So for resume tips, I would say the most common mistake I see within high school student resumes is that it's really written as a job description, not so much as a resume. So there's a really big difference between the two. A job description is your basic outline duties of what the role is, is doing or what you have done in that role. So if you have a job as a hostess, you know, that resume bullet point, that job description bullet point would be to seat guests, right? You're seating guests at a restaurant, possibly. Um, to make it into a resume, you need to make it personal and unique to you and say something like use customer service skills to then seat guests with timely and, you know, some, something about timeliness and what skills you provided linked to that job description. If it's written solely as a job description, you won't move on to the next steps of interviewing. And the best thing to think about is that if you have the same resume as the person sitting next to you, is not a resume, you're writing it as a job description. It should be very um, in tune with your skills and what you have done in that position to make it a better job for the company, a better, you know, thing you've done for the volunteer organization that you work with, whatever it may be. While in high school, it's really important to build your resume, not only writing it, but you have to participate in experiences to get things on your resume. You don't want a blank resume. So it's important to join clubs, to participate in experiences, to get a part-time job, to volunteer a lot, do service hours, maybe find a long-term volunteer opportunity, whatever it is, you know, find those in your local community. Um, and there's a kind of a unique formula you can use to showcase your skills. So always link a skill you have to the job description duty of what you were doing. So I said use customer service skills, use communication skills, um, buy, and then list the things that you did there that proves a claim and evidence of why you have those skills. So it should be written sort of as a claim and evidence format. If you are making a claim of a skill with no linked evidence of the job that you did, then it's kind of a claim that doesn't have a lot of validity to it. So try to link and input as many skills as possible into your resume. Um, whether it's a scholarship or a college or a job that you're applying to, another thing you need to look out for is keywords in the job description. If they list communication skills three times, if they list stewardship three times, you know, two or three times words that are repeated, those are your keywords. So really take a job description or an application for something, print it out or highlight the keywords that you find multiple times and things that are really stressed based on that description. So read it multiple times, see what keywords stick out to you and use those and repopulate those within your resume to get chosen because that's really what they're looking for. The last tip I have for you is to utilize um, 
jobscan.co or other applicant tracking system softwares where you can upload your resume along with the job description for whatever you are applying to. And it will give you a percentage rate of how well your resume matches what is written in that job description. So you can see, you know, you are doing great in these areas, but hey, maybe you need to highlight this a little bit more in order to get, to get taken for that next job. It also checks your formatting to see that you won't get auto-rejected. Applicant tracking systems are pretty much in every organization now that's not a small business. So you need to stay away from pictures, crazy fonts, graphics, anything crazy on your resume that you think, hey, this will really make me stand out. But that will make that system that you upload your resume to auto-reject it. And you don't want that to happen. You want your resume to actually be read and looked at by the manager. So that would be my last tip is to keep it simple and showcase your skills. Kayla, you just reminded me of a funny story. I remember like 20 plus years ago, I must have been either a senior in high school or like maybe freshman in college. I sent my resume to somebody for some reason. And I remember at that time being so clueless as a first gen kid about how to even do any of this mm -hmm. stuff. And, and obviously I didn't have a career coordinator like you in high school when I was in high school. So what did I do? Exactly the opposite of all the things you're saying not to do. <laughs> So, so I crazy font. Yep, I had it. Image. Yep, I had it. <laughs> you want to make yourself stand out. I get it. Yeah, I was definitely trying to stand out. All right, and I put like my favorite song and why it would like you know uh, why why it impacted me and motivate. I'm, I was like laughing at myself years later. Like this has got to be the worst resume. I've it's ever okay. Had. It happens, and you know you just gotta keep chugging along. They take they're very time consuming. So as long as you take your time and really read thoroughly, you'll you'll do okay. And let that be a message to the, to the young people out there. In that moment, what did I do? I failed, yes, but I failed forward because I learned from that failure. I used that opportunity to be like, okay, no one's calling me back. It, it, maybe I should go look at a few examples of a resume or perhaps I should go speak to my career services department <laughs> at the University of Connecticut. Shout out UConn. And let's figure out how to do this thing the right way. And then on top of that, what do I need to do to actually add some depth to this resume? So long story short, it kind of worked out in the end, thankfully. But I want you all to know, I, I definitely empathize as a first gen former student. And I also get it. It can be challenging to put together a resume, especially in high school. So let's take advantage of the resources that are out there and the tips that Kayla just provided. And if you want to know a little bit more and need some help, by the way, with that, simply email me at info at school, I'm sorry, info at councilhero.com. Speaking of Council Hero, I want to take a moment to give this plug to my team at Council Hero, which again is that educational tool that aims to increase counselor efficiency in schools by automating a lot of the tasks that we have been doing on a daily basis. And here's something that Council Hero is working on that's really cool too. For example, we're to putting together a course planning feature and that course planning feature will also have a pathway identification prior to that port, to that part. So imagine a world where you're working with your student, the student goes through a list of assessments that are built into the product, the student identifies a pathway and now is able to put together a four-year plan or a course plan. 
And then now that too can be shared with a career coordinator or a career services person. And again, the two can work hand in hand to be able to give that student the most career experiences as possible and allow that student to make the most informed decision by the time that student is able to graduate in high school. So that student knows, yes, I definitely do actually do love this engineering stuff or actually I definitely do not. Let me pivot to another direction. So things are in the works with this concept. Be ready world because we're coming. Much love, everybody. And last but not least, of course, as you know, if you've listened to enough of these podcasts, I want to take a moment to thank Kayla for being here today, but she's not going to just be let go that easily. It is a send-off, the send-off of all send-offs, where I simply ask my guest to give me a 15 to 30 second karaoke clip, and then you are officially done as a school counselor karaoke guest before I let you go, Kayla, I want to thank you so much for being here again. Let's tell the audience what you chose and fire off 15 to 30 seconds and you are free to go, my friend. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you all for having me today. Um, you know, it's really important stuff and I'm excited to get the word out more about, you know, what we do. So it is Sunday while we're recording this. So I wanted to play Sunday best. I don't know if you guys know this song, but I'm going to get it out there for you. So I'll do my best. Uh, apologies in advance if I uh, have a bad singing voice. All right, thank you very <laughs> much, Kayla. You're the best. Hey, you know what? It was good enough. It was all about the effort. That's all I care about. <laughs> Take care. Much love. I really appreciate it. Today's podcast was brought to you by the team at CouncilHero.com. To learn more about school counselors and their friends, click on our subscribe button. Music was brought to you by the people at PremiumBeats.com and Innovation by John Sib. Would you like to share your thoughts about this podcast? Feel free to email us at info at councilhero.com. And if you'd like to be a guest on School Counselor Karaoke, tell us about yourself and email us at sck at counselhero.com.